Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hey guys, I am back in the driver's seat this week. This is our 20th episode, and so with this, I'm yes. so, so excited. I've got Chicken Will back here with me this week. I'm so excited. We have made it to 20 episodes. So today, we are talking about the DC Animated Universe. This is something that we've been uh, kind of formulating, talking about. We're probably going to hit this one a couple of times because there are well over 30 movies in this series uh, of events, and so we're going to go ahead and dive right in. So guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I know last week we got to do an episode where Chick took over. That was a lot of fun, but I am back in the driver's seat. So this week, uh, we're going to go ahead and start with favorite DC Animated Universe movie. So whichever one wants to start, you guys go ahead and talk about, uh, just talk a little bit about it and try and sell it. Going to me. Sell it? Oh, goodness. I mean... I think we got to go where it kicks off. Uh, I did. I love the comic and I love the animated interpretation. I'm going Flashpoint Paradox, Ooh. man. Uh, I do. I love Elseworlds and with uh, even though separate universe, Marvel's What If. I love What If Tales, and so just seeing the implications of Barry going back and saving his mother and seeing what happens to the world. I mean, we all know from the comics and just. In the comic, uh, unfortunately, you have to get a lot of tie-ins to figure out like what is going on, like with yeah. Batman's world and all that. And I feel like this movie delves into enough of like what happened to make Thomas Wayne become Batman and his wife the Joker. You see like some of the other ongoing stuff with like Lois and Deathstroke, and then just Barry trying to get his powers back. And I mean, it was it's freaking dark, man. Like it sets the tone for where we're going in the New Fifty Two DC animated stuff, and it's. Pr- pretty solid and i mean if we i mean i figure we got to go with what kicks it off because after that there was a little post credit scene that led into justice league war uh and uh, some solid stuff there man it's just Absolutely. It, it was nice to see it animated and just more expansion on stuff that the comic unfortunately couldn't do in its five issues unless you got tie-ins but yeah. pretty solid pretty solid interpretation um so i'm gonna go with Three, but they kind of go in one, if that's okay, Jordan. Uh, my favorite uh, in the DCAU continuity, those movies, is the trilogy of Son of Batman, Batman vs. Robin, and Batman Bad Blood. Ooh, that's a good pick. Even though I hate like Batwoman as a character, so with her excluded, I like everything else about that movie. Um, Bad Blood. But yeah, I love this whole uh, theme of... Uh, of uh, what's her name? Talia taking taking Damien to Bruce and then him trying to teach him like the way of Batman and the whole like theme of justice, not vengeance, even though this eight year old kid has been uh, training with the league of assassins his whole life um, and him softening up, even though he's this like toughened assassin ninja dude um, trained by Ra's al Ghul and Batman being such a good like force of good um, that even such a hardened person like his son Damien 
could still warm up to him, especially in that second movie, Batman vs. Robin, where uh, he om- uh, Damien almost succumbs to the Court of Owls, um, which awesome. He had a movie with the Court of Owls in it. <laughs> so yeah. dope. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and still having all these like awesome father-son moments, moments between Batman and Robin, between da- uh, Bruce and Damien. And uh, like, so the, one of the moments that stand out to me in Batman vs. Robin is that final fight scene between Talon and Batman. And he was like, you messed with my city and you broke into my home. But worst of all, you messed with my kid. So this is going to hurt. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. It's like I love Father Batman, like Father version of Bruce Wayne. So yeah. Yeah that that was that was really cool. I kind of want to piggyback off that. I liked the Teen Titans series. I think that any time that the Teen Titans showed up, you knew that that it was going to go down. Um, and they brought a different interpretations of the Teen Titans. It kind of gave you a Young Justice feel. And and if you've listened to our podcast before, you know we had an episode. Uh, Today is the day. And we all really nerded out with with the whole Young Justice vibe, but I liked mm-hmm. the way that they handled it because you've got the same kind of characters. You see some some backup later where they're like, okay, so this isn't the original team. This is kind of years in the making. Different different people have kind of interchanged out and all that. But you've got a Robin, which is Damien. You had right. Raven. You had Starfire. You had uh, even Nightwing show up at one point. You had Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's in there. Yeah, yes. like thank you. And, and then Beast Boy. I mean, it just mm-hmm. each one of them had their own kind of flair to it, and everybody kind of got You're in. Still able to fit uh, the Terra story in there too. Yeah, Judas contract. Oh yeah, yeah. like it just mm-hmm. it was so good, and I I really liked how it was done. Um, and so I think that when you had the the Teen Titans one, and then you had Teen Titans versus the Justice League, mm-hmm. and then uh the Judas contract. Yeah. All three of them were just man. <laughs> like I just I th- I think back and I think what was really cool and being a youth pastor, I just I connect with like teenage movies sometimes because it ca- I feel like it just really helps like with coming of age stories and things like that. I just I really like those. But when I started looking at uh it was the first Teen Titans movie when they go in and they're trying to figure out everything and they go to the the amusement park or whatever and the carnival and they do like the dance dance revolution thing, and it's it's Beast Boy versus Robin mm-hmm. on the or was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was those two going at it, and like the music was done really well. They chose the right song, but they also like animated everybody really well, and it just it it blended so well. And I think when you have villains like uh, Trigon, Trigon, and and Deathstroke, and Terra. and Terra, and you've even got to fight the Justice League with and with that. And it just uh, who's the leader of the uh, of the hive, the the blood person. Uh, oh, brother blood. brother blood. I mean, yeah. when you have all of these different characters, mm-hmm. and you're like, how do I best approach them? Because I think sometimes you have to be different. You have to look at it like, okay, well, we can't follow exactly the comic book because the comic book, then they'll know exactly what happened. Like when you get to later to Batman Hush, right? Batman Hush was not directly that way. Like they they changed how some some of the things went, and I think when you look at it. These movies mm-hmm. did the villains very well, especially with Deathstroke. Deathstroke was one of the few iterations that I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah." DCAU Deathstroke is awesome. So, uh, before we D- Deathstroke was having a resurgence there with uh, Arrow, uh, yeah, all that. So, yeah, that, so, yeah, it was, it was kind of in that, that time time frame that we saw Deathstroke really get built really big, and I think they mm-hmm. teed him up very well there. So before we continue i forgot to add i will kill it will kill me if i don't bring us back to bad blood because 
I forgot to mention this. I really wanted to talk about this on the po- on the podcast. The two reasons why I love B- Bad Blood so much. One is because uh, Batwing's in it, which I don't know much about Batwing in the comic books. But he's not Lucius Fox's son in the comic books, right? It's uh, actually it starts out as it starts out as Luke Fox, uh, but then there's also I think like a, a, a I think they kind of go Wakanda they, route. They, uh, there's like an African prince who takes the mantle. Oh, he was he was a cop. It was so in, in the New Fifty Two when they did that, oh, they okay. followed Batman Inc. And so it was very few stories pre New Fifty Two okay. were were sucked in. So like Batman Incorporated was one that stayed. So I think the only two characters that weren't uh, rebooted were Batman and Green Lantern. And, and Green okay. Lantern, yep, Those because the, the creative team would, would have walked. <laughs> yeah, they they said we're moving forward with what we've got. Now I will say this though, Green Lantern was basically rebooted when they did Flash and Green Lantern's Rebirth okay, ep- yeah. or a comic series, and that was like early 2000s to mid-2000s because there were only, I th- if I remember correctly, there's only like six Green or Green Lantern graphic novels between uh, Rebirth and then um, to Flashpoint. So by the time that the New 52 started, it really wasn't too much time. I mean, you had, but they were big ones. They, I mean, you had your Blackest Night event, Awesome. Brightest Day, awesome. uh, War, Core War, War and awesome. yeah, and Sinestro Core War. So War of the Green Lanterns and then Sinestro Core War, and and War of the Green Lanterns actually feeds right into uh, where Sinestro starts with the Green Lanterns okay. in the New Fifty Two. Anyways, so that it was really cool to have Batwing in on the on the on the big screen animated either way. Yeah. The second thing, the second reason I love Bad Blood so much is because of the ninjas. <laughs> what are those nuns? Ninjas? No, they're ninjas. Anyways, wait, you can go on. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> that was that, it's been a minute since I've watched that one. Is that the one where Dick takes the mantle of Batman, or is that Batman versus Robin? Yeah, uh, uh, so Talia, uh, spoilers if you haven't seen Bad Blood, but it's been like five years since it's come out. It's, so it's, been, it's been a minute. Yeah, so anyways, Talia al Ghul cap, uh, captures Batman and clones Damien and then uh, uh, makes him, like, uh, hyperspeeds his is aging, so he's a grown-up Damien clone. His name is uh, Heretic, I think. And um, they try to use uh, the Mad Hatter, right, Mad Hatter? Yeah. Yeah, Mad Hatter to to brainwash Batman. So he's missing for weeks. So Dick had to go in and be Batman for a little bit. Right. So I love yeah. that story in the comics, so I was glad they tried to an- animate it there for a little bit. Yeah. It just I think I mixed some of those all up because I know that they – we're trying to incorporate some of the stuff pre New Fifty Two yeah. and the fi- New Fifty Two stuff. See if they could do like a new spin on it, and I, I think they uh, managed pretty well, uh, all things considered. Mm-hmm. I think uh, honorable mention here is Justice League War. When you go and you you read uh, the New Fifty Two's Justice League origin, like word, and it is word almost for word, panel, word for panel, word, panel, panel to panel. Yeah. Situation. I mean, there are certain spots where you're just like, whoa, like this this was done really well. I like the way that they handled it. It just—it was really cool to see some of that stuff. Well, the only thing that's bad about Justice League War is that was before they had Nathan Fillion take on Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah, they had the other guy who was like okay, but it's not Nathan. Fillion. I think well, Nathan Fillion had played him, but he, he for whatever reason he couldn't Did, get in on yeah, this he film. Yeah, he was him on Emerald Knights and um, and First Flight and First Flight, both of those. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. In First Flight, it's uh, Kevin. Oh. Uh, it's 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 the guy from uh, freaking. Uh, it's not Mark Strong. It's uh, 
it's the Mahoney guy from SVU. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure. And oh. then Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, Steve Trevor in Wonder Woman, I believe. Nice. And then they got him back for Justice League Doom with the okay. J with the DCAU voice cast. Nice. Yeah. So like, yeah. I agree with you there. I think if I could fix the one thing on war, it would have to be bring, bring, bring Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. I love yeah. Nathan Fillion. So, I, yeah, I think that, I mean, when you look at the chronological order, you've got from Flashpoint, Paradox, and it goes through some, some Justice League. You've got some Teen Titans. Batman had quite a few. You had two Justice League Dark uh, plus some Superman and a Wonder Woman movie. I mean, cu- cultivating, there's, there's quite a few here. I think there's almost... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen movies in this universe. And I'll I'll be honest, I think it compares very well to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Agreed. I think when you when you look at the way that they're starting and I, I know it's a lot easier to, to do animated movies versus like a live Which action. Is why I think they did that. Yeah. Like not to tr- not to turn this into a trash fest on Warner Brothers for for botching like the Snyder cut for so long and and whatnot and, and with with Justice League, but we'll I just have another day for that. <laughs> but I, I just I look at this and I'm like, man, they just they got it right. Where Marvel is not doing their animated near as well as they could have. I mean, we like you said, there's the Doctor Strange. They've done a couple like Iron Man things here and there. Hulk. They have the the Planet Hulk. Ultimate Avengers. Yeah, Ultimate Mm -hmm. Avengers. They have like, uh, wasn't there like an Avengers Assemble movie as well? Yeah, something like that. Like, there's there's a couple like hidden gems as I would call them. But then there's also the Spider Verse into the Spidey Verse. Yeah, then that that one is totally different. Yeah, and so I I I always say um, DC has been dominating the animated movie like game so much that. that Marvel had to make a blockbuster animated movie just to compete with them. Yeah. Which is I, a great movie. I love Into the Spider-Verse so much. Yeah, I just... Well, just even that, too, uh, DC has now set the template twice in animated that mm-hmm. the live-action people could have just been like, huh, Bruce Tim did something cool there. Right. Or, I, I don't know, or I don't know the whole creative team on the new DCAU. I don't know any names. I just know Bruce Tim was the one that was the grandfather of that first stuff. Right. But these other guys, too, it's just like... I mean, they're taking from the New 52 for the Snyderverse and this, and I'm just seeing so many things I would have liked to see in live action. Like, uh, I I know I picked Flashpoint as, like, my favorite, but I think uh, a second uh, run, uh, I think the death and return of Superman, because that was the first one they did, Superman Doomsday, was, like, a a quicker interpretation of it, but them giving it more time and actually developing the Superman and – seeing our actual Justice League instead of just, like, the beats tier list, like Booster Gold and all of them getting their crap wrecked by uh, Doomsday uh, is actually pretty daunting and scary, and I would have liked to see a fully formed Justice League in live action, or even maybe a B tier with, like, Booster Gold or the the almost, like, C-list Aven- Avenger, not Avengers, Justice Leaguers or yeah. the international team taking getting their their butt wrecked by these by doomsday yep. and going from there but i or just even if they would have spun off like reviving superman and then like maybe teasing the easter eggs like oh hey superboy the eradicated and everything else is around too post justice league but we live in a world where uh it didn't happen set, it did not happen except in animated <laughs> but, yeah well, I think I think that's one of the cool things is that we at least still have the animated versions where we're now getting oh, yeah. these amazing films. And you can do 
there's a lot of stuff you can do with CGI, but I almost I almost prefer almost not nearly, but I almost prefer that some of the stuff is animated because you can do some beautiful artwork with animation, and it does it does the comic books just like seriously with some of the animation um, that comes out, you c- like the the panels literally just jump out. Absolutely. There's so. kind of like how we were talking about with War. There was this one spot where uh, Batman and Green Lantern are kind of quipping back and forth a little bit. And it's like I literally pulled up. I paused the movie at one point when I was rewatching it. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is almost word for word. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. I had to pull uh, Justice League Origins and I had my graphic novel right in front of me. And I'm like reading it as they're saying it. I'm like, it just it popped out, but it wasn't like. It wasn't a stationary thing. Like you saw the the movements of the characters, mm-hmm. and they they were doing their thing, and it was done very very well. I liked how it was done. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk real quick about who is your favorite character in the in the universe, and then who also is your favorite voice actor. Mm. And you can even say like, if you don't know their name of who voiced it, you can say the character that was voiced. Like, because sometimes we have like the wrong voice cast. So maybe you have like someone who's got a high squeaky voice trying to play Batman, <laughs> or if you have someone who's more dark and protruding who's supposed to play like Flash, where he's supposed to be a little bit more upbeat. Like sometimes they just right. don't cast certain roles right. So what are your guys? Because I mean, like Marvel, when you look at Marvel, they cast Terrence Howard and then recast John Don Cheadle, and I think that Don should have been the entire time, but. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes sometimes there's there's errors, there's mistakes, things like that. But out of the the casting, who's your favorite character, and then who's your favorite character that was voiced properly? Um. Oh, uh, I'm just. You go ahead. I, I'm looking at this thing. There, there's no way it's right. Because <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing here that Alan Tudyk was Superman in Justice League War. If that's the case, holy crap! I I almost want to make that my Whoa. choice. There's no way. Because I think later on, because I think they were still figuring some stuff out uh, when that one came out. <sighs> we also have Steve Bloom as Darkseid over here. Uh, I don't want this to be an IMDB I, fest, but I, think, I know they didn't think of this because they, they have, have Michelle Monaghan as Wonder yeah. Woman, but I know Rosario Dawson would take the role after that. Ah, and, man. <laughs> I think. Sorry, I, I thought I had choices ready to go, but. <laughs> Well, Th- this is th- this is throwing me for a loop. I will say one that actually surprised me and brought some more depth to it because he's a great voice actor is Sam. I believe it's Sam Witwer is uh, uh, Ocean Master in Throne of Atlantis. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. He, and it's really yeah, good. Uh, yeah. And that was a good interpretation because they did because I think yeah they did it take some great panels and did it word for word in Justice League War. But I think they did they wanted to throw a few surprises at us and throw another young superhero in there. Uh, such they knew Shazam was coming, so they put Shazam in there, which I also see here. Sean Astin also yeah, recast. Yeah, there. I was about to say that one. He's a really good Shazam. Yeah, absolutely. Not as good as Zachary Levi, but they're both pretty good in their own right. Uh, but just setting up that like this, the events of that messed up uh, Arthur. It, mm-hmm. it, it just to set up that was pretty solid. Uh, but I have to go with Sam Witwer as a pretty solid Orion. Justice League character, I mean, I'm thrown for a loop here. Uh, I gotta say, I like Superman a little bit in Justice League War because he is a little bit cocky. Uh, like, Because, let's face it, if one of us had powers, I mean, Superman is supposed to be righteous and all that stuff. But, I, I mean, even in Smallville, like, we saw, like, oh my god, I can, like, do heat vision when I'm 
horned up a little bit or uh or uh, i got when i got out i, I guess the, the, in smallville they interpreted that he got like a kryptonian cold that's where i found out he had freeze breath like there were moments where he was just like i should be able to do all this cool stuff and he even shows off in football and all that uh so i just like interpretation of a of superman like that and then just I mean, Superman's one of my favorites. I can't deny that. Uh, I, and I don't want to steal some of your guys' answers because I, I like a lot of this cast when they figure out and get some stuff solid and in, in motion here. So I'll let you guys take it from there. Yeah, so my favorite character, I think, is... Um, it was going to be one character, but I'm going to take an audible, make an audible, and go with Deathstroke. Ooh. Because, just because I think... So my my favorite... My favorite villains overall were something else until the DCAU happened and and uh, the CW Arrowverse um, Deathstroke and then this version of Deathstroke both com- convinced me to like just win me over with Deathstroke so much and that's why I loved him especially in Judas Contract he's great mm. in Judas Contract um, I also really really like uh, I really really like um, Nightwing. Also, especially in Judas Contract, because I think... Oh, one of my favorite moments from that one when he's talking with Starfire, like, oh, let's try that one maneuver, and she's messing <laughs> yeah. with him, going like, oh, you want what we did in the bedroom? Uh, I, I, you are bold, Mr. Grayson, here. And he's like, and then she's like smiling. It's like, oh, you're messing with me, because like she's still <laughs> fairly new. Yeah, So right. One of the things that really won me over for, for um, Nightwing was when he's fighting with Deathstroke, and he gets that, like, wooden like uh cutting board or something and hides it in his like jacket and make lets that be like a a a bulletproof vest for him and he convinced deathstroke who is probably the best assassin of all time uh convinced him that he was dead yeah that that was good so my and so my favorite voice actors are uh I think Jason O'Mara's Batman in the whole thing Ooh. was one of my favorite Batman uh, Batman voice acting um, ever, other than um, the GOAT, ob- obviously, Kevin Conroy, but also um, Dietrich Bader in, in um, Brave and the Bold is really good Batman. Other than yeah. those Hammers two, of Batman, Justice. The what? <laughs> oh, yeah, Hammers of Justice. Hammers of Justice. <laughs> Batman Bader's does awesome. not eat nachos. <laughs> Okay, and, and have you watched? And chick, have you watched uh, Harley Quinn? He comes back to reprise the role. Oh yeah, yeah. As soon as as yeah. soon as uh, I the first scene in the Harley Quinn show um, when Batman comes, I was like, Daedric Bader, let's go!" Anyways, um, so I love yeah. Jason Amaro is a really really good Batman, especially in those like really touching like father son moments with him and Damien. Um, yeah. And then my other favorite is whenever Nathan Fillion plays Green Lantern. Yeah, I don't even have to give that an explanation. Yeah, that Nathan Fillion's the best. Another, in another world, another <laughs> yeah. world. Slash, I, I don't know. He could probably, if if DC gets their act together, I, I would hate to see him be a bad Green Lantern, but right. he could probably pull off like a parallax Green Lantern. I was gonna say, I think oh, yeah. an older like Great it, Temple like parallax. Yeah, I think Green he Lantern. would. Well, watching him in the Rookie, he's doing great. I'm like, yeah. he he could totally pull off Hal Jordan at this age. Like he would be the 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 veteran like pulling in like. Guy and Kyle and John and like and then Simon and right and dude I would like, I would love them. to see Kyle interpreted finally so I also uh, sorry to 
to go off that tangent, I went to the Throne Over Land. I'm just going to be hopping in between IMDb's. Uh, <laughs> Matt Lancer, Anakin Skywalker from Clone Wars, is Anakin. Yeah. Anakin. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's Anakin, but he's also Aquaman. So I just oh, love yeah. the Star Wars connection there. That's awesome. Uh, and Jerry O'Connell, I could see it in another timeline that he could have been Superman back in the day. So mm-hmm. that's because yeah. I, I, I thought it was him. But when I saw Alan Tudyk, I'm going like, am I just stupid? What's going on here? <laughs> but I know I knew, I knew it was someone cool. Uh, later on, t- no, too, while we're on voices, I think Rain Wilson. You stole my answer. Yeah, I was Lex about Luther. to go there. Lex yeah, Luther. Lex Luther. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will lead into it. I think Rain Wilson as Lex Luther is a very petulant version of him slash right. it, I, I'm imagining Dwight if he went evil and went Bezos but I'll let you guys take I the Rain Wilson yeah, stuff yeah, from talk there. About Rain I'll, Wilson, I'll, I'll let you take the reins. I'll take the reins. <laughs> no, I just, I loved the Lex Luthor interpretation. Like you said, mm-hmm. I think after being such a huge Office fan and like watching the series over and over, I'm probably one of those people that until I bought it, uh, was on Netflix, and it would be like, are you still watching? And I just was like, yes, get your act together, Netflix. Put a button that says, yes, I'm still watching. Like, leave me alone. Um, but I think he was done very well, and I think, as you said, it's when he goes off the deep end. Like, I could totally see Dwight Schrute as Lex Luthor. Like, I see it in the show. And- Michael, Superman is pranking me. It yeah. needs to stop now. Yes. Father, or Father, Lionel, Lionel, Lionel. <laughs> That's exactly I think I think, and then if you found some some type of gym character like identity theft isn't identity, a joke, identity, Clark. Yeah, <laughs> identity theft's not a joke, parasite. Identity theft is identity theft is not a joke, Cal. Yeah, like like just having fun with it. Yeah. I think an honorable mention well, as well would be Matt Ryan playing you, you, Constantine. You, you took the other one I was gonna say because nice. like he because he he he, do, he does him in CW. Yeah, he's yeah. he's well, he started CW. on NBC with the cult classic. Constantine, which was a short-lived run, but then they fell in love with that character, and everybody was like, get this guy on the CW. Like, put him on a show. And by the time that he joined up, I remember when Arrow Season 4, because that was Damian Dark, Mm -hmm. they brought Magic into the series, and I was like, okay, how are they going to handle this? Because I heard some some bumbling rumors that he was going to come back and play John Constantine. I'm like, okay, how on earth are you going to do that? Because NBC owns the rights. And then they were like, we're not going to do a TV series. The the, the network is just going to use the character. And as of right now, from last I heard, they're actually going to kill John Constantine off in the in Legends. In Legends, But he's oh. going to become a different character. Um, so that's kind of one of those weird moments that I'm like, I don't really understand, but okay, whatever. Uh, but they said that his his character arc's coming towards its end. But I just I loved Matt Ryan, uh, just being John Constantine because he he not only played him once. Like I know like Alan Tudyk was Superman, or at least he's credited as Superman in Justice League War. And then you've got Jerry O'Connell playing him later on, mm-hmm. um, where where like one character may have multiple voices. Like Matt Ryan is is John Constantine. Right. There's oh, it, it's just hell. yeah he's just he's. He's that guy, and I just I think that was done very well. I think my favorite character representation wise, and I might be out of my element here, but Blue Beetle, just to see him like represented. Yeah, just I'm glad, his... you, uh, I'm glad you said that as well. But I'm, going into the Titans, uh, another IMDb check in. Uh, brilliant casting here too. Uh, Tisa. Tessa Farmiga, Vera Farmiga's daughter from American Horror Story, is Raven, which is brilliant casting oh. right there too, with with all of her horror roles, and then also being the daughter of the the Conjuring Same. peeps. I'm just like, ah, oh. 
I'm, I'm finding more and more fun stuff. So I'm going to keep checking yeah, in with that. Absolutely. While you guys are talking. But I think, you know, about this. Blue Beetle is one of those characters that, and, and we just kind of looked, or I got a, a text from our buddy Levi earlier today, and he sent me this link that said yeah, that Blue that Beetle, yeah, I forwarded it to you. Um, Levi sent me this message and it said, hey, this person is getting locked in for a Blue Beetle live representation on HBO Max. And I'm like, I love Blue Beetle. I think that he's got some really cool storytelling. I feel like he's he's kind of the Spider-Man of the of the DC universe. He's like I can see that. Like totally. I, I just I see the way that they handle him. I mean, like Robin, I want to say like Robin is, but I don't get those same vibes. I feel like no. you get a very different vibe from Definitely fits 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 Yeah, with uh, with Jaime Reyes. Jaime Reyes a lot you, more. You just yes. It, it, it's just that character and I'm like I feel like there's so many more problems that are relatable because when you go to Robin characters, they're just not relatable. Well, they um, also they live they constantly live in the shadow of Batman. Spider-Man doesn't have anyone like that. Yeah. Well, up until the MCU started to kind of put him in Iron Man's shadow, but for up from the 60s all the way until the the 2010s, he didn't have that. Right. Um I always kind of wanted to be like the Avengers too, but like he, he was his own man more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he did. So another update here. Who <laughs> do you think voiced Trigon? We're gonna have a, we're gonna do a little game show right here. Who do, who do you oh think voiced Trigon? I'll, I'll give you a hint. He is from Marvel. The guy is a Marvel guy. He played a character. He may have been on Netflix. He may have been an MCU movie. Uh, what are your best guesses? Well, we oh, that wasn't. Uh, I was about to guess something, but that's not going to be. Right then, I'm gonna need. You I'm gonna need. need give me uh Give me another clue, like an like initials. Like I, I feel like I'll give you the initials you could get. Okay, like <laughs> J- first. JB. JB. Uh, now I'm. Really? I, well, here's the thing. I always like when I think of JB, like because uh, Cincinnati Comic Expo is next month, and I'm thinking John Barrowman, which is not a Marvel guy. No. See, so he got announced just now. Yeah, uh, the past I saw that. Uh, and then the other person that came to mind was when i was looking through earlier today on our, our newsfeed the jack black video i sent you guys where, jack where, black. <laughs> where he was doing done. his captain america thing oh no i i can't All think right. of who it is no. it's uh john bernthal john bernthal oh, that's, oh. that's i didn't i would have never thought that Wait, i didn't even I think mean, about that what, probably what mcu movie is john bernthal he's not he's on he's punisher he said he could be in either one oh but he may end up you guys from what I that I didn't. well, from what I heard, he's potentially going to be showing up in the MCU, like here shortly. So, all right. So, uh, but back to back to our DC animated films. I think yeah. they've done very well, just kind of incorporating everybody, getting it built uh, and, and put together. So, what stories would you guys like to see as it moves forward? Because it's now, you know, it kind of did like a New Fifty Two run, and now we're more on kind of like a Rebirth style run. And so what stories would you like to see moving forward? Would you like to see more where it's like, hey, Batman gets like X amount of movies, Superman gets X amount of movies, Green Lantern, Flash. Like, do you want to see a bunch of solo movies where characters kind of jump back and forth? Or do you want to see more how Marvel's doing where they're they're really big on like a bunch of team up movies? Like, how, how do you want to see that? Do we know where the uh, DCAU is going uh, overall storyline wise right now as of as of right now there's no actual story from what I've been looking into the plan is that at the end of dark side war they basically pulled another flashpoint yeah, but we're I not gonna that. get another flashpoint movie because they were like that would just be ridiculous why why be. do two different ones so yeah. 
it's now well they could have just done what flash the tv show did and just barely touch on it for a movie and uh, <laughs> go into i don't want to waste time on that again yeah that was, that was oh yeah awful. right right but i i think that should have been an entire season in and of itself and like never well, do any even crossover. a half season even well, a half pa- season but that's Flashpoint? that's, that's yeah. a podcast for yeah. another day they did it for two episodes and then barely touched on it for a couple other episodes later in yeah i think three. the yeah. one and now it's a callback every to... few episodes right yeah. Why don't you or, run the one time? Like, I don't want to cause another flashpoint. Like you didn't or, even cause a flashpoint. Or his relationship with Diego going like, wait, I had a daughter before this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, sorry, we can, we can go forever in CW mishaps anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah sorry, I keep getting this off topic, but. Anyways, we, so, I, so I think the thing I would want to do, since we don't have a set storyline that we're going to go for, this is a really big one. I want to see an animated. Um, uh, uh, Darkest Night and Brightest Day. I want that so bad. I don't know. I think, I think if you're gonna set that movie up, you're gonna have to do at least two Green Lantern movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want, I want more. Green do Lantern a two-parter. Movies. Yeah, two, like two two-parters. I just want more Green Lantern movies in included. In, they only have two Elseworld Green Green Lantern movies. I think the way you would have to set that up is to go in and put a Green Lantern Hal Jordan kind of origin or early early start. Then you would have to do the second one would have to s- completely be Sinestro Core War because I don't feel that you could properly set up the the uh, Blackest Night without kind of setting up with Sinestro Core War right. and then like introducing the Red Lanterns, the Blue Lanterns, uh, Larflees. Like you've got to- so many different characters you would yeah. have to bring they in. They would never do that because you make the most money by doing the Holy Trinity. But yeah, yeah. So that's what I would like to see. But but in Sinestro Corps War, you do face off with Superman and Batman yeah. and them. So like, like it'd, it'd be a good idea because you would include includes everyone. The whole story includes everyone. Yeah, I think I think that just, that one would be a really good two parter. Like yeah. like Will was saying, I think that would be an amazing. I, I would I would watch I'd, that one I'd over watch and you over. You could set it up where because uh, when Necron is getting uh, more power throughout the issues i remember at one point if you if you weren't reading green lantern or the other tie-ins you wouldn't see like the battery level and then like it just randomly it's at like a 90 oh, percent yeah. midway through if i'm not mistaken yeah i remember so, that because you, ha- you had to uh, read the uh the green lantern core blackest night and then you had to read i forget which other one it was tales of the re- re- yeah, re- tales of the core yeah. blackest night something like that there were like five tie-ins yeah. right <laughs> well you will sorry I, uh me storyline that i would like to see uh, I mean, if we are leaning towards Rebirth, but I know just based on tra- trailers and what little bit you guys have told me about the reboot so far, um, I they're, they're aiming the heroes pretty young. Am I, am I mistaken in that? They're still like, like no, they're kind of, right on they're track. year one stories. We've already done Batman year one. I'm guessing Man of Tomorrow's, because I haven't watched it yet, is more of a year one story of Superman kind of getting, is that, is that, remember, is that accurate yeah. thing to say? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was his first outing, I believe, as Superman. Right. Oh, man, this is tough. Then. Well, he, well, he reminded me of something else I'd like to see also. Uh, since you mentioned, uh, uh, while you're thinking, Will, uh, since you mentioned Rebirth, another storyline I want to see is um, I want to see them do uh, Doomsday Clock animated. That could be cool. And we'll just, because it, it ties in everyone. And you got, like, you can do a cool scene with, like, a Superman versus... Doctor Manhattan stuff. You can. I think because they are so young, I think you would have to wait and age them up a little bit before they're ready to go against right. that. Yeah, I would say that would be the thing to reboot because, like, it's just 
is Justice Society in its own world right now too, or are they? So the Justice Society World War Two movie is actually a multiverse effect. So S- Flash runs so fast that he actually hits the multiverse and breaks a barrier where he jumps. He thinks he's going back in time, when so in fact he hits another Earth. I'll, yeah. I'll piggyback on on chicks there and say maybe Doomsday Clock to reboot stuff and get everything together and set up maybe the Omniverse and all that. Uh, I, it, it's a crazier event. And maybe it would make it make more sense, but maybe Dark Knight's Metal to a degree. We would still oh. need some aging up. Oh my goodness. Uh, but that would be wicked sweet. It would be cool to see what they do with an animated Batman Who Laughs. Like that thing would be rated. That movie yeah, would be rated. Batman R, Who Laughs like, is no awesome. Doubt. Yeah. That, like, it would be a two part or two for that because there's so many dark points in that. Wait, and just, me if I, I'm wrong. I remember when that came out. Uh, Robin King is in Batman Who Laughs, right? That's, that's, that's part of that? That, That's Death Metal. Death Metal. Death, that's, a, that's a sequel. That's but a to sequel. See, to see uh, Robin King in, in animation would be so amazing. But yes. Oh, and also. To go back to what I was trying to bring up with them being young, yeah. they're not going to do it. And we're kind of getting it in Superman and Lois, but I kind of want to see the Super Sons. That's a storyline I would like Ooh. to see them adapt, even whether it's Elseworlds or not. Like, That's one thing I think we got kind of robbed with them rebooting, because uh, there's no Damien right now, correct? Uh, at this moment in the new universe, no. All right. Maybe down the road, but I mean, they had, if they did, they did reboot, that, I wish that was something they could have taken, but that could be an Elseworlds thing. Um I guess another, if I had to choose a Wonder Woman story, uh, they did a really fun story before Darkseid got uh, revived uh, where Wonder Woman met her brother who was like oh, Jason yeah. of the Argonauts. Yeah. And then yeah. she actually got to hang out with Zeus for a little bit before spoilers for the story. Sorry, we always talk spoilers here, but Darkseid ended up taking the old God's power and got revived again for future events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that they did a lot of fun Wonder Woman stuff in Rebirth. Uh, Green Lantern, I would say... If we are leaning, since Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz are being featured more, I would like to see maybe them like be like a buddy cop thing, and just see uh, maybe like they could kind of do an Emerald Knights thing where they all are going through the ringer, learning from like Tomar Ray, Kilowog, or Kyle, and just Hal and all that, just so we could maybe get some new interpretations or keep some old ones like Nathan Fillion around, just see like what stuck around. <sighs> Flash, I would I would love to see a Godspeed story. I I don't know if that was anybody's, Same. but Godspeed right now would Same. be cool. After, uh, if we because so, I have I have Rebirth on my head right now. Uh, another one it would be Elseworlds, but Batman Curse of the White Knight, seeing Batman come up, but that's Elseworlds. I guess that wouldn't be in continuity, but that if we are just just speculating what we would like to see animated, I think Curse of the White Knight, where Joker gets cured and becomes Jack Napier, and then also the mayor, <laughs> and tries to hunt Batman down because Batman's going a bit too hardcore, that mm-hmm. would be a cool one. But I feel like I've been hogging it with stories I would like to see, so you guys <laughs> go take ahead, it Jordan. I had two already also, so go for it, man. So yeah. one, I'm trying to remember, the, and you're going to have to help me out here, Will. All there right. was a New 52 story, and it was uh, the New Gods and the Green Lantern Corps. What was that one called? Oh, God. The whole That's thing not... was about the life equation. And they they got all the different cores. There was a Red Lantern story, a Sinestro story, uh, Green Lantern core, and Green Lanterns, and all of them like tied together for like three. Godhead. Three Godhead. Thank you. I fun. would love for Godhead to be one of the the stories. I think that would be phenomenal. Now I I I lean Green Lantern. Absolutely. There's there's no denying that. And I think that Godhead. I know, I'm just being very cheeky on the video right now. 
because I think Chick was doing jokes like Godhead. That sounds fun, and I'm just like, yep, it's yeah. Uh, you have to cut that whole bit out. I'm so, but uh, I just I I laugh so hard because I'm like, you know, if I was in charge, we'd be so much better off. But uh, you know, that's why they don't let me be in charge because my head would just get yeah. way too big. But I just I think Godhead would be a phenomenal storyline. You've got all these characters that you could start to bring in, you could build into your bigger universe with the Green Lantern series, uh, and then bring in the new gods, because that was a huge piece. But that was like one of my favorites. Um, I also think that uh, the Night of the Owls would be a fun one, because I think they brought like the Court of Owls in, but made it a Robin-centered story. And I just loved the Court of Owls, like Night of the Owls event. That was one of my all-time favorites. Dude, I would just like to see Talon, maybe just like a side story about him, but I, I think that would be a huge risk that they might not be willing to take. I think if they did where they specifically talked about, like, maybe Batman and Talon, and, like, it was the Night of the Owls, but then they brought in, like, Calvin, because we're talking the same one, right? Like, the, the one who's the escape artist, not the acrobat? I'm talking about William Cobb. Okay. I think he's the acrobat. Okay, so they... they they actually all are supposed to be acrobats, but when they got to uh, when they got to Calvin, I, 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 it's not Calvin Harris, but uh, Calvin something or another. When they got to him, they couldn't get an acrobat. Like I guess the kid died or something like that, and so they had to repick real quick because they didn't have enough time. And he was a lockpick, and like he joined the circus and was able to do like escapes and things like that. Like they'd set stuff on fire or whatever, and he'd be able to escape it. And so. I think that would be really cool to see, like, a Night of the Owls where, like, there's all these talons and then, like, Batman bumps into one talon and, like, he changes his suit and, like, becomes, like, a sidekick character. And then maybe, like, just to conclude his story, like, you kill him off because he wasn't, like, a massive character. I think that would be really cool. Um, but I just – I think that, you know, there's a lot of side characters. I think a Justice League International or a Batman Incorporated movie would oh be really cool. Oh, my goodness. Dude, yes, please, please, please set up Stephanie Brown. Because that was the biggest tease. Uh, I I know I wasn't on this one, but the uh, Young Justice, uh, how they were going to set, they hyped up like Stephanie Brown's going to be in it. She's in like two episodes and barely talks. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I love Stephanie Brown. Well, when Young Justice season four hits later this year, you'll uh, you'll hopefully get some more Stephanie Brown. Hopefully she'll be be Batgirl then. Hopefully. That'll be cool. But I just... I think that there are so many really, really cool pieces that just start to connect, and I'm, just, I, I hope that they continue this. Um, you know, we started, a, they did a two-parter Batman: The Long Halloween, and and that was one, I, I love it's Jensen Ackles, right? Is that who? Yeah. Who's yep. the new Batman? Dean, Dean, Dean and now a uh, Soldier Boy from uh, the Boys. Yeah, I just I think that I'm it would be really cool if, boys, by the way. if he becomes like the new Batman because you had Jason O'Mara. Um, mm-hmm. be Batman for the longest time and I'm like I think it'd be cool if it kind of passed the torch and like maybe not do so many Batman centered movies but like start to build a universe because I think that's what they're going to start doing because you've already had a Superman standalone a Flash standalone and two Batmans that well it's a two parter but like as a standalone and I just I think that that'll be really cool if they can continue to build even if we get like an Aquaman standalone uh, I think Throne of Atlantis was an amazing a really really good book yeah but i think that uh even the trench would be really cool to see too well you omitted another jensen ackles uh masterpiece 
You forgot under the red hood. Yeah, under you the forgot red, red hood. Ho- yeah, you uh, forgot red hood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't forget it purposefully. I just wanted Jordan to finish his point. Thanks. <laughs> uh, because if if you let me get it, to, if you let me get control of the podcast, I'm going to take over it and and t- talk about stupid useless trivia. <laughs> but another one, like since we are in this reboot, they're probably they're not going to do it because they're going to go with like their known properties, the Trinity and all that, mm-hmm. maybe some Justice League stories that are cool. I would like it would be cool if they did like a Blue Beetle standalone thing where Ted Cord is teaching him the ropes of oh, Blue like, Beetle, like Rebirth Blue Beetle with Ted Cord. Yeah, if we're going for, if we're going re- with the Rebirth or just right. maybe even that's really great. Yeah, or, or maybe Booster Gold is trying to bring him back, but then he comes across Jaime Reyes and then realizes if I mess with the timeline, this wonderful kid is and right. then they get their own spinoff thing. Maybe a new interpretation of Blue and Gold. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Or just, we go straight up old blue and gold and Jaime Reyes may not show up in the new just yet and it, we get the time before since they're all young we get like an early rendition of ten, Ted Cord and Booster Gold like early in their their time together yeah, yeah getting casinos and having fun <laughs> <laughs> so who, which character would you like to see show up because now now we're kind of at this point like we've talked about there's, there's been a lot but yeah there there's been okay so we've got 15 movies that kind of started and ended like a timeline and now we're restarting we've got younger versions of these characters we're going into different areas what would you like character wise would you like to see is there anyone specific like i know for me i would love to see i love swamp thing i think swamp thing he like his his rendition well, he, in justice league he, dark he'll have to be voiced by mark hamill like in jla oh no 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 you wouldn't want no, that no 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 oh, man no either uh Ron Perlman or Clancy Brown. Oh, okay. Those those two I think would be amazing. What about a uh, Kevin Michael Richardson Swamp Thing? I could get behind that. You can get behind Kevin Michael Richardson doing anything. I, yeah. yeah, that's true. But I just I look at I look at some of this and I think you know, it's it's really cool to see what all we're we're able to do, what all we can do. Um, so any other characters that you guys would like, like any specific ones that I've you already, want to I've see? Already men- I've already mentioned this, but I want to see characters from Watchmen being animated so bad. Yeah. Was the was the Curse of the Black Freighter not enough for you? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, just messing. Yeah. That was cool when they did that because uh, I didn't expect them to do that at all. Oh, wait, um, for um, wait, for, dude, wait, what are you referring to? So, so when Watchmen came out, uh, oh yeah, DC was. The yeah. Curse of the Black Freighter. Yeah, they also animated. Yeah. Threw it into the extended cut. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go back to that thing with I said with Blue and Gold. I mean, I want Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. There's all. It also doesn't help that they just released a new Blue and Gold book in in DC Comics. Nice. And I'm just so it's on my mind a lot. Um, the, it it would be a huge risk. I, I'm thinking about risks right now uh, for them because why not with this reboot? They're, they're, they did this thing after Dark Knight's Metal where they set up new heroes that were essentially counterparts of Marvel people. Uh, mm-hmm. And they had this team called the Terrifics. It had, I believe, Metamorpho, who would have been the thing, oh, Plastic Man, who would have been Reed Richards, uh, Phantom Girl from the Legion of Superheroes, who's Invisible Woman. And I'm trying, I, I got I to look it them all Mr. up. Mr. Terrific. He was in there. That, that's how, that's where they got the name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I remember reading uh, that book. It was absolutely a Fantastic Four like that, knockoff. 
that or Challengers of the Unknown, but like those are like two, like because those books were good in that era. I mean, I I stopped after a while because I'm going like, uh, it's kind of hard to find like the one issue or two I need, and there's other stuff I am liking. But if we are taking risks, I mean, if we are harking back because the kind of looks the era kind of looks more like Silver Age if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, with Somewhat, the animation yeah. style. Uh, I mean, that stuff was kind of coming up cool. Uh, the Metalmen. Uh, if we're going to be weird, because I mean, yes. they, they they don't get enough thing that it could be like a cyborg and them teaming up going like, oh, hey, like you're our greatest hero because you're like part of the Justice League. It gives us hope for all machine kind. It also will, could make society, they could be fighting against grid or something. Mm. So, DC, if you're listening, write, just write the check start, now for us right yeah, now. We're yeah, helping start, you start, <laughs> start writing your notes down. Yeah. I Besides think... that, I still have another storyline, too. Since we are dealing with the younger yeah. Superman, go ahead. Uh, the Ulysses storyline from the New Fifty Two uh, with that guy who was essentially a Superman, uh, but like in a space between spaces. And then we find out he's not so great. It, it could be like just a parallel thing, and but also Superman was still young in the New Fifty Two, and if we're dealing with young Superman, he could be fighting him. I'm I'm getting off topic. I, I don't want to hog it. You guys can take it from there. actually. So there were two other, uh, I think, a two-parter movie that I, I started thinking about. Trinity War and Forever Evil. I think a Forever Evil movie would be phenomenal. It's one of my favorite books. I would go back and read that one every now and then. I'm like, that is just, it was done very well. And I'm like, I think you could really do that. And then you could get a really awesome cast and not kill off all these villains. Because I feel like we always want to kill the villain. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. leave villains around. Like, comic books don't always kill the villain. Like, they just, they fake deaths a lot. I mean, they do kill villains every now and then, but... They want to keep the them going. Crime Syndicate book right now, Infinite Frontier is pretty good. Nice, nice. On that, on that note, uh, but there was a fun moment in Dark Knight's Death Metal before that happened, because I'm gonna get off topic again. Uh, where everybody was doing their missions to try to save the multiverse, and John Stewart came across Alman and he had him tied up, and uh, Alman saw like how many times he's died up to this point, but then he joined the cause to help them out because he realized, oh, wait, I keep coming back because I'm that awesome. It's like Batman. <laughs> so, of course, he is now back again. He has no memory of that, but just, like, just seeing he keeps prevailing, even though, like, the crime syndicate continues to fail. It just... It was an interesting take to get him on their side. So Owlman's a good guy in this story? Uh, No, no, uh, he's still bad, but J- John Stewart convinces him to come back... Uh, to come to their side to help them save the multiverse from oh, the cool the, from the Batman who laughs and all that. So that's cool. That that but, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm gonna go back to the the question we were we were on uh, yeah. with, yeah. with who we'd like to see. I'm currently reading uh, Teen Titans Academy, and I would mm-hmm. love to see Red X. Mm-hmm. And just oh, like cool, dude. I think that one like because if we're gonna get like younger heroes. We may, for a time, have Robin, Dick Grayson. Right. So if you want to, like, because, I mean, having Nightwing around and, like, having them where they're at now is awesome. But I think if you do, like, a Teen Titans and, like, maybe do, like, a run where, like, if you're fighting Deathstroke and maybe Terra and, like, kind of mix Red X into it, where, like, he starts to go down the deep end. And I'm like, that would be amazing. I think him and I want to see Bunker show up. Um I think that dude Bunker is so underrated, man. Dude, like, okay, so I, and we we've talked about this before. You know, I hate when they 
they go and they change a sexual orientation, uh, a race, a religion. Well, not they don't change religions very often. Uh, gender bending. I don't like when they do that for main continuity. But I always say, you know, if you want a gay character, if you want a female character, if you want a uh, Hispanic or black or Latino um, or, or wh whatever kind of characters you want, just make a new one. And I remember when the New 52 brought in Bunker. Uh, was that his first time showing up? Was in in the New Fifty Two? I believe Titans? so. That that Spider Chick, uh, Skitter, and then just everybody had. What was their name? Skitter. I, I don't. Skitter. Thank you. Yep. That team is so underrated. Like, when I saw Bunker in Teen Titans Academy, I would like freaking squeal. But also, the Titans books got totally screwed in Rebirth. It made me so mad. I think. Man, but now to see that they're retconning it and fixing it, I'm like. Yeah, I. You I better think... keep this DC. I think DC is starting to figure out some of their tracking um, with, with new management, new leadership, things like that. I think we're starting to hit the right track, but I would love to see Bunker join the Teen Titans. I think that he brings something new, something different, because you're not just getting a like a homosexual character. You're also getting uh, – is he he's from Mexico, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so, he's Hispanic or Latino. Yeah, yes. he's, he's like got a different ethnicity, so like you're kind of – hitting a few different spots for people so i just i really liked him and i would love danny the street to show up too i think danny the street would oh, be yeah. awesome um so we just see some of those characters i think those would be fun additions to some teen titans and even if they did like titans and then teen titans like i think it'd be cool to see like an older titans group where like because I, I think that that was just a i thought that was a cool storyline to see like mal duncan not as guardian like what we saw in young justice mm -hmm. but to see him as herald I thought that was really cool. And to see Bumblebee as an uh, adult, um, you had Nightwing and, uh, like, an adult Kid Flash, and you had... I would, I would love Donna Troy to show up, too. Yeah, Donna Troy. She, she has not gotten the best rep in these uh, animated movies. Yeah. Or just, I, I'm glad we got her finally in Titans, but uh, yeah. very mad at the end. But she might be coming back. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So we're, we're going to find out because uh, Titans Season 3 starts up on like the... Next week, right? Uh, it'll actually, because where we're recording now, it will be this past Thursday. Let's go. So, Ooh, yeah. and then Suicide Squad as well with Starro. Yeah. So we're so, we're getting all all kinds of different characters. I think that would be if you're gonna go in and create a Justice League movie. I think that's where you start to pay homage to the original formation of the Justice League. Issue twenty-eight. Absolutely. So, guys, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It has been a lot of fun. Um. I absolutely love the it's fact over that already. Yeah, I know. Twentieth <laughs> episode here and gone, just like that, guys. Super, Long super excited. Legion. Super excited that we have issue number twenty bagged and boarded, and we are calling it quits for the night, guys. Again, thank you so much uh, for our listeners. Make sure you follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram. We should be having some special guests here in the next couple of weeks from Lego Masters season one, Boone Ooh. and Mark. Super, super Ooh. excited about that. Uh, we will hopefully have a contest already in the works by this point. So make sure to like and subscribe, and we will catch you next time here on Nerd Talk.